sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the financial outlook for personal investors. I'm joined by Ross Mould, Investment Director of ADFL. We're going to discuss the world of investment from a UK perspective. Well, for once, the world seems to be paying attention to what's happening in the UK. Albeit, you could argue, for the wrong reasons, which is a bit of a shame, really. But there we go. Uh, having said that, you can still say there are some positives. You've, you've got a, a currency that's flat on its back, a, a stock market that's gone nowhere, a headline stock index, the FTSE 100, that's gone nowhere since 1999. And at least you are seeing one or two people pay attention because you're seeing a couple of bids coming through. So you've seen a Viva get bid for, you've seen a bid for Biffa come through this week, if you allow me to talk rubbish for 10 seconds, quite literally. So, 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 so there are some positives there. And you do wonder... You know, and if, I, if we're I, assuming I, that foreign takeovers of British companies are positive, I mean, well, there's a th- th- about that. This is it. From the narrow perspective of somebody banking a profit in their portfolio, you would say yes. But I think there is that is in itself then prompting more soul searching over the direction of you know UK technologies and industry and, and UK PLC more generally, given that there's been a dearth of new initial public offerings this year, though that is not the only by, means by which I think the success of a stock market should be judged. Um, and there has been a little bit of M&A and it's generally been one way. So, yeah, even that is is, is begging questions over whether the UK is indeed uh, on the right track or not. And I think, again, looking at it from the narrow perspective of investment, because that's what we're here to do, mm. um, the everything has its price calculation has to come into it at some stage. And equally, just looking on, you know, I try not to spend too much time looking at it, but looking on Twitter, you know, sentiment is so uniformly negative on sterling, on gilts and UK PLC. You can't help but wonder somewhere there might be a little bit of a rallyette working to rating to come out and sandbag people. But how long it would last, I, I really wouldn't like to like to suggest after the truly tumultuous week that we've had indeed now increasingly tumultuous year. Yeah. So how do we begin to analyze this? I mean, we weren't exactly looking at a an optimistic picture even no, before I, the chancellor stood up, were we? No, I, mean, I think what's fascinating and, and I was discussed. I mean, I was in at our Salford head office this week talking about it with our new apprentice intake of twenty-two, which is which mm. is absolutely fantastic, and they were terrific, terrific young adults. Um, and the question was asked: Why has the government statement from that Friday caused such carnage? And I said, you know what? Looking at it, we have a country that already owes two point four trillion pounds, has habitually spent more than it's earned, has habitually. So bought more than it's sold and imported more than it's exported. And, and if we're £2.4 trillion in debt, what's an extra £45 billion? I mean, frankly, I, I'd imagine that was part of the, the political calculation. And even allowing for the £150 billion for the, for, the, for the heating, what's another £195 billion between friends when the number's already £2.4 trillion? So I would imagine that was part of the economic and political calculation. And so the truth, and I said, I actually don't know why this has proven to be the straw, potentially. And you've now got Mark Carney of all people being a, you know, Billy Know All, Billy Aftermarket timer on on Radio Four. Yeah, we obviously could see this coming, and and his policies have to a degree fostered this situation because they've meant that borrowing has been so cheap. It's encouraged that encouraged that borrowing, and 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 so I don't know why this number is tipped as over the edge. I think it's mm. partly probably because the Bank of England was going in one direction and the government was going in another, which would suggest that. Although for Mr. Quarting's protestations, he talks to the Bank of England twice a week, it would suggest that the bank didn't know what was coming or that it had been told what to do and, and, and either, neither is particularly appealing. Yes, because we, which... we, we had a 50 basis point rise in the Bank of England. When the market, was already, perhaps... for, when the market yes. was already braced for 75. So presumably so that means they weren't aware of what it, was happening. Which is, I think, partly why it went down badly. 
And I think also that the way in which it was presented, well, we haven't really done the numbers and we'll get you some numbers in November, maybe next year. Just isn't, you know, it's just one of those things that just came across as rightly or wrongly a bit cavalier. Now, I'm sure the government's frustrated because Osborne and Cameron got dogs abuse for a long time for austerity. This is a government that's now getting dogs abuse for turning on the taps and, and they would argue having a go. Mm. But again, I think the, the circumstances have changed. When Osborne and Cameron were there, money was cheap and getting cheaper. When Quarting and Truss are here, money's getting more expensive. So again, the, the situation is, is slightly different. I think that's why you've had this such a dramatic reaction to what on the face of it in the national debt scheme isn't a big, a lot, mm. big amount of money. Just pause for breath for a moment, Russ. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors, where I'm in conversation with Russ Mould of AJ Bell. I mean, Russ, we've been talking um, in our conversations here for some time about the the level of debt and the problems that yeah. might be caused by low interest yeah. rates. And then, and you often said, I feel that the market just seemed to feel it can continue forever. I mean, is this, can, is this to some extent the wake-up call we've been expecting? I, I, I mean, bond vigilantes have been roaming the streets this year already, clearly, because, and I think, again, this is why the way in which it was presented last week, the mini budget fiscal event and Bank of England policy was, was so important. Because if, the, if, the, if it was sufficiently cavalier as to not provide any numbers and the bank didn't know what was going on, then why on earth should we lend these people money at 2.5%? The risk profile has just gone through the roof. And that's why within a few days, we're lending, they were, you know, they're going to be borrowing at 4% plus 5%. And I think that's why it's, there was just that, okay, bond vigilantes finally went, you know what, we've had enough of this. Um, There's inflation running rampant. We're already getting flattened. And now they're saying, well, we don't really mind in the short term. We can just get on with it. And And I think that's been a big factor. So I think what are the big conclusions are? Yes, one, eventually debt matters, but we don't know when. And maybe we're getting to that point now. And maybe we're finding we're getting to that same point in Japan as well. Two, yes, it's going to be extremely difficult for the Bank of England and the US Federal Reserve and the European Central Bank, as they're already finding, to try and normalise 12 years of ultra-loose, ultra-unorthodox monetary policy without something getting a bit wobbly somewhere, whether it's stock markets, bond markets, currencies or the economy. Three, I'd never heard of particularly, you know... um, liability-driven investments, because I'm not a pensions expert or an actuary expert, and, and I'm certainly not now, but I've looked into it a little bit more. And it's fascinating that this is actually, in theory, a hedging technique to reduce volatility in pension portfolios. And surprise, surprise, using derivatives and leverage, it's had direct the opposite effect. So as Joseph Stiglitz once said, you know, the only perfect hedge that you find is in a Japanese garden. So you must be extremely <laughs> careful about financial complexity. And anybody who wants to read a history of financial complexity, and it's nowhere near it, in fact, it's it's brilliant, is Richard Bugstaber's book, Demons of Our Own Design, A History of Hedge Funds, because it is absolutely fantastic. And I would recommend it. And it's not stodgy, but it explains the risks that have gradually mm-hmm. piled up. And fourthly, central banks, for better or for worse, seeing us through the great financial crisis, the Greek debt crisis, uh, through Trump, through COVID, or any other excuses that you can manufacture or legitimate reason you can manufacture for fraudulent monetary policy, stability breeds instability because the longer you gerrymander the system around the more risk people will take because they think that they've got your back and they'll do something about it when it goes wrong and that's why it's going to be very very hard for them to normalize because there's all these things lurking around you know pensions and ldi and leverage and it's just there it's lurking or it's all piled up it's just waiting for the match yes and so the ultimate question russ has to be what the heck do investors do well i i think you know 
I think you need to be prepared for more volatility. Again, so you you need to go through those. You need to go through those portfolios. And if anything is giving you sleepless nights, causing you discomfort, you'd really need to have a very close look at it. If you think there's more market downside to come, the things that have been lagging, definitely get rid of them. Because if they've been lagging in upward market, what on earth are they going to do in a downward market? It's probably going to be quite unpleasant. If you think the market's got more downside to come. Um, and I would, again, make sure that you are diversified. And frankly, with bond yields where they are now, they're looking a bit more attractive than they were previously. You're still getting a bit of a doffing because of inflation. But right now, some of those things, if you've got some cash that you're using, maybe some you know, some short-term bonds are not the daftest place to be on a diversification basis. So again, and also start doing your homework. Because if there's a big market shakedown, there'll be buckets of bargains on offer. Mm. Well, so be patient. Okay. That's uh, and, but at the moment, looking I think at it, it optimistically, yes. But, uh, yeah, yeah, and I think it, because in the end, these things will pass. The great financial crisis passed. The Greek debt crisis passed. COVID. These things will pass. But yes, there will be periods of volatility, and that is when wealth will change hands. That is when there will be wealth redistribution, uh, whether you like it or not. And there then has you have to be prepared for that. And at the moment, you're probably playing defense as a to use a gaudy Americanism as a, as, a, as, a, as a stock market investor, and that means. Heavily indebted companies, be very, very careful. Highly operationally geared companies, be very, very careful. Um, companies without pricing power that flog commodities, unless they're hard commodities, be careful. Um, and those are the things that, if things get rough, could potentially do you a lot of damage. Things with net cash balance sheets, lowly valuations, some degree of pricing power will come through. And those will be the things that will serve you well over the long term, I am sure. I'd like right. things, if history is any guide, of course. Russ Wideworth. Thank you very much indeed. That is Russ Mould, Investment Director of AJ Bell. We've been looking at the financial outlook for personal investors. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.